Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Denton Day on the Team 980. Hit me up on Twitter at the Denton Day. Big game this weekend between the Commanders and the Falcons. I want to know your keys to the game. 301-230-0980. What needs to happen for the Commanders to secure a dub against Atlanta? I do quickly just want to mention, we got some World Cup soccer going on. USA and England just started the second half. They're scoreless in that one. Nil-nil. I'll make sure my soccer terminology is right there. Nil-nil in that one between England and the USA. So back to Sunday, the game, the keys to the game. Here's what I think Washington will win if they rush for 150 yards. That's, that is the first key to the game for me is to stay committed to the run. You are a run-first team now. We are past the point where you have this big arm with uh, Carson Wentz, and we're just going to throw the ball all over the yard. We are past the point where Scott Turner is this offensive genius, and I say that almost tongue-in-cheek, but that was some some coverage that Scott Turner was getting at the beginning of the season after that Jacksonville game, all these creative and unique formations, and we're calling this guy a genius. We are past that point now. We are a run-first football team. If Washington runs the ball for over 150 yards, they're going to win the game. They don't need one singular guy to do so, but as a team, if they rush for 150 yards, they're going to win the game because they're going to put pressure on that Atlanta Falcons offense by not giving them the football. If they do what they did to Philadelphia, which I know is not something that you can do on a consistent basis, you're not going to dominate the time of possession by 20, 25 minutes every single week. That's not going to happen, but if you keep the Atlanta offense off of the field and you dominate the defense, eventually Heineke is going to make a play with his arm. Eventually Heineke is going to be able to maybe utilize his legs to make a play. We get some sort of diving end zone stretch like we saw against Tampa that made Taylor Heineke so famous. Those things will come, but you have to stay committed to the run. So I think if they run for 150 yards, they're going to be in a very good spot. Want to let you in on this conversation, 301-230-0980. What is your biggest key to the football game for Washington to walk away with the win against Atlanta this weekend? Chris is in Maryland. Chris, what's the biggest key to the game for the Commanders this weekend? Hey, how you doing today, man? I'm good, man. I'm going to tell you, you're going to get an extra dialogue about the Atlanta Falcons because I'm a Falcons fan. And I try to root for the home team, man. You know, like I've been trying to root for a home team. But I just can't, you know. There's it's, it's reasons behind that, you know. A lot of chaos is going on. 
But um, Atlanta, one thing you're going to get from them, you're going to get a team that's going to play hard in the trenches. Um, you guys got to – Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen is probably the best duo in the game, a defensive tackle. But if you think that, you know, they're going to be the reason why you dominate the game, you got to think again because Atlanta Falcons, the way they run the ball – it's off tackle a lot. They got a pretty good right guard in the game at Lindstrom that only had one penalty in two years and gave up one sack in two years. And they got a, a, a consistent offensive line. They, they they struggle at center in the left guard. That's their, their weakness on their offensive line. But the way they run, I, you, um, the defense ends going to have to play a heck of a game and Jamin Davis in the linebacks. The reason why I say this is because the read option is what, motive, what gets the Lone Falcons offense going because they get their linebacker or defense in to dive in, Marcus Murillo, keep the ball and rip it off for 10 to 12 yards. Atlanta don't sit back and just throw the ball. They do play action. They do max protection with the tight ends. They do crisscross routes. So you got to be very patient and disciplined to beat the Atlanta Falcons. And like you said, you made a great point about the running the game. Atlanta got killed by Carolina twice. Carolina offers a line is no joke. They dominate the line of scrimmage. Deontay Foreman ran all over them. That's their biggest blow. Um, Cleveland ran all over them. Nick Chubb and them, but they have Rochette at quarterback. Uh, you dominate them. Keep them off the field. Keep, yeah. uh, jump up on them. Make them a passing team. That's how you beat them. But Grady Jarrett is a handful in the middle. you got to block him. He, he's going to give you 100% every play. Yeah, Chris, appreciate it. Thanks for jumping in here. I, I get what you're saying with the off-tackle thing. I, I understand, but I do want to point out that hasn't really been an issue in this stretch with other teams. And that's what it, that's what I think that's what excites me the most about the way the defense is playing. I can really break this down into the first half of the season, which was pre-Chicago, and then the second half of the season, where since the Chicago game, this has been uh, the hottest team in the NFL, which almost sounds hilarious to say, but it is true. They're 5-1 and one in their last six games. Breaking that down in that 5-1 and one stretch, even the guys that get outside of the pocket or the, the teams that run off tackle, they don't have a ton of success running the football. James Smith-Williams is a guy that maybe doesn't get a ton of credit, but he's had a great season. I think he's played very, very well. Maybe he's making plays that don't show up in the stat sheet, but he's not they're not the defensive ends aren't getting beat off tackle now the way that they may have earlier in the season because they're playing much more disciplined. Uh, I think the coaching change at the defensive line coach has been huge in that. They're all bought into the system. They now understand the system that they're trying to run. I don't think the off tackle thing is going to be as big of a uh, a deal that that maybe uh you did in the in the phone call there. And I would also point out like the Philly game in particular, Jalen Hurts is a running quarterback, and he stretches the field by running outside. You know, Jalen Hurts isn't just doing draws all the time. He's running outside in the defensive ends. Both times they played Jalen Hurts, really, have handled Jalen Hurts. So I'm not too worried about the defensive ends, though I do understand the point. It's going to be more of an off-tackle, off-tackle running approach, which is something that I think Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne need to be prepared for. I'm not I don't think this is going to be a walk in the park for those two guys like look Atlanta is not the Houston Texans. Houston is just simply not very good. I do recognize that Atlanta has some big time guys on that offensive line that have played great this season. Mariota isn't running for his life the way that we see other quarterbacks across the NFL run for their life. But I think the defense, I like the defense versus Atlanta's offense. I am riding with the defense 
versus Atlanta's offense. And that's where my second key to the game comes in here. Force another turnover. The way they played against Houston enforcing turnovers, the way they played against Philadelphia enforcing turnovers, the first portion of the season for the Commanders, you couldn't buy a turnover. You had the punt, which was the Trevor Lawrence interception. It was effectively a punt that Derek Forrest cashed in on in that first game against Jacksonville. And then there really weren't a lot of other turnovers. I mean, John Allen had a, I think it was, it was either John Allen or Jerron Payne. I think it was John Allen had the interception against Chicago on Thursday night. And outside of that, that was the first two turnovers of the season. Well, now the turnovers are starting to kind of build up for the commanders. The ball is bouncing the correct way um, for the commanders now in this recent stretch where they're 5-1 and one and the defense is playing great. Force Marcus Mariota to turn the football over, which I do think ties into the key the first key, if you're running the football and you're building a lead early, you then force Atlanta to become a passing team, which is not where they're comfortable, which you then force Mariota to make mistakes. And you will see why Marcus Mariota is not a traditional starting quarterback in the NFL. Like He is very much a bridge guy right now for Atlanta until they find out who is next, whether that's Desmond Ritter. If it's not Desmond Ritter, it'll be somebody else. Mariota is the bridge quarterback for that. Let's prove and see why he's this bridge guy. Like, showcase why he is the bridge quarterback. I think that starts with the defense forcing some turnovers. And then my third and final key here, I'll, I'll just stick with three of them. If you want to jump in, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. What is your key to the game here? My biggest key, you got to win special teams. You got to protect Tressway. It's felt like there have been a lot of teams getting really, really close to Tressway. When he's punting the football, you have to hold up in punt protection. And I swear, I tweeted this at somebody. I forget who it was this week. I apologize. But I tweeted this at somebody. Antonio Gibson is going to break one of these. Whether he's on the punt return, whether it's a kickoff return, Antonio Gibson is going to break one of these. And he's going to go 100 yards the other way. And he's going to score. You got to win special teams. You got to avoid the silly mistakes on special teams. I think Washington's in a really good position, and they should feel very comfortable where they currently sit to win this football game and then to go beat New York the week after and be sitting here at 8-5. and five. You can still jump in. Your biggest keys to the game, 301-230-0980, Linnell Willingham going to join us next. We'll get his thoughts. We will preview the game. We will predict the game. It's Denton Day on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 21, can you do something for me? 21. Can you hit a little rich flex for me? 21. Denton Day on the Team 980 at the Denton Day on Twitter. We'll hit the phone lines now. Linnell Willingham with us ahead of this Sunday's matchup. You can hear both Linnell and I here on the Team 980 and 106.7 The Fan with Burgundy and Gold Game Day live during the game. We start at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Linnell, what's going on, man? First and foremost, happy Thanksgiving. Hope you're well. 
Happy Thanksgiving. I'm glad I made it to see Black Friday. I ate so much food yesterday. I thought I would bust open. <laughs> the, the, the itis hit. Were you in the coma or what? Oh, man, I was deep in the coma. Let me tell you this. I went to sleep. I didn't even finish the Patriots and Vikings game last night. That's how much of the itis I had, bro. It was a... Uh, it was a good time, though, man. I hope you enjoyed it as well. I, I certainly did. You know, we've been talking about a lot of reasons to be uh, thankful potentially for Sunday. That, first and foremost, starting with Chase Young uh, potentially playing for the first time this season. Based off of what you've seen what you've heard, do you think we'll see Chase Young get a little bit of action against Atlanta? I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, based off of the tone from Ron Rivera this week uh, in the pressers and the media availability, I think there's a chance. I still will hold out for him playing after the bye week in that game against the New York Giants at home just to give him a little bit more time to get going. But from all the reports we heard this week, he definitely took another step forward this week in practice. You know, I've been talking a lot about the defense and how they match up against Atlanta. I think a lot of people are afraid of Mariota's running ability, but we've seen with Jalen Hurts that this team can corral that. What do you think the defense needs to do, though, to stop the running game for Atlanta? That seems to be their strong point offensively. Yeah, they got to sell out and commit to stopping the run. They, and really, it's just doing more of the same, Ben. You know, this. over the past six to eight weeks, this defense has, has turned a corner, and it really started, in my opinion, with, with moving Benjamin St. Juice to the outside corner. Uh, obviously, you know, you, you made the announcement earlier he's going to be officially ruled out for Sunday. I, I just worry about and the things that everybody worries about. Marcus Mariota and his mobility uh, definitely is a concern for me, but I think this Washington defense uh, has turned a corner and it shouldn't be too much of an issue. I heard you say this and you were dead on. Marcus Mariota is throwing for like 179 yards a game, so <laughs> there is no real vertical threat to this offense. Hal Pitts being out uh, is, is another huge blow for them as well. What do you think offensively? Do you trust? Are you at the point where you're trusting Taylor Heineke, or do you want to see them run the ball 35 plus times a game? Well, I'll probably never grow to completely trust Taylor <laughs> Heineke, but I do agree with you. Yeah, they need to run the football 35, 40 times. It's who you are. Um, we, we we love the fact that they have this newfound identity. Stick to it. That's what I need to see. That's the next step for me with this Commanders offense. Are you willing to do it on a game in and game out basis? no matter who your opponent is. And I think Sunday against Atlanta is another good opportunity for them to be physical up front and, and run the football. What have you made of the way that, uh, talking with Linnell Willingham here on the Team 980, uh, what have you made of the way that Jamin Davis has played over these past four or five games? He has the green dot now. They're trusting him with a lot more responsibility. What have you thought of the way he's played? Played really well. And then the game Monday night against Philadelphia, I thought was his best performance of the season. We all know the, the troubles and confusion that Jalen Hurts and that RPO offense present to a linebacker, specifically a young linebacker like Jamin who hasn't seen a whole lot. His athleticism is really starting to, to come to play. You mentioned he's wearing the green dot now. I think that's just a signal of how much more comfortable he is with the verbiage of his defense and getting guys lined up. I think it's because of that that we're, we're seeing his athleticism be put on full display. And Don't look now, man. Jamin Davis is slowly turning – do we lose him? Is his connection? Um, all right. So Linnell, if you couldn't hear, is on the uh, on the train. We'll see if we can. Uh, we'll see if we can get him back. Linnell, do we got you? No. I right, we'll we'll let him go. We'll we'll let him go, Mike. He's on the train, so we won't we won't get to him. Um, but I do want to get to predictions, right? So you and I, obviously, both fans of the team. I want to get to some gambling stuff as well in our final four or five minutes here. 
Um, so I'll start with you. I, I think if you've been listening the entirety of the show, I, I think you know where I'm leaning. I'm taking the Commanders to win. I think they beat Atlanta. What are they, four-and-a-half-point favorites? I think they win by a touchdown, to be honest. And I know this team hasn't been great against Atlanta in the past. They're seven. Atlanta is seven and two in their last nine against Washington. I want to be on record. I do not care because a lot of that was Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is not there. Like the, it's the same team. It's the same colors. It's the same logo and all that stuff, but it's not the, the same uh, team of players. So I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that at all. I'm rocking with the commanders uh, over the, um, over the Falcons. We got, do we got Linnell back? I, I see Linnell back. All right, Linnell, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you back in here just for one final question. Sorry about that, man. All, all good, all good. I, I got you. Um, predictions, though. I'm taking – I'm rocking with the Commanders. I think they win by a touchdown. Where do you fall? Yeah, I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people anticipate. I think they win a close one. I see the Commanders winning 23-21. Um, I do think Marcus Mariota and that Atlanta offense has something going right now. Uh, it'll be an interesting matchup for Washington without Benjamin St. Juice. That's really my major area of concern for this group is how the secondary is going to fare without uh, number 25 being in the lineup. But hopefully they're able to get after the passer enough to where you know that Atlanta offense is stifled. Linnell, appreciate it, my friend. I'll talk to you on uh, on Sunday, all right? All right, buddy. Thank you. All right, that is Linnell Willingham. He's going to be on 106.7 The Fan in about two hours, starting at uh, 5.30. He and Mike will be uh, doing two hours over there on 106.7 The Fan after the Capitals game ends over there. All right, Mike, so I gave my prediction. I think the Commanders win by a touchdown. Where do you where are you at for Sunday? I like us to win 27-17, to 17, so that would hit the or Yeah, the over-under is 40-and-a-half, so that would hit that. Um, I like Terry McLaurin as a bet, uh, over 62-and-a-half receiving yards. You know, we got to keep targeting him. I'm happy we're targeting him a lot more the last couple weeks, getting more involved. Uh, Brian Robinson, anytime touchdown. But, yeah, my final score prediction, 27-17, the Commanders. 27-17. I'm going to go 24-17. to So you and I in the same ballpark. Uh, you're a gambler. I'm a gambler. There are a couple bets that I like, most of which happen to be in college because I follow the college betting a little bit more closely. Any bets that you like in either the NFL or college this weekend? Yeah, so actually tonight, Florida, Florida State. I believe the game starts at 7.30 on ESPN. Florida's getting 10 points. So I like Florida right. plus 10. Their quarterback's silly. Um, you know, big rivalry game. But that, that's as far as tonight goes. I like that. That's as, that's as far as tonight. Anything else this weekend in particular that strikes you? Yeah, I like South Carolina plus 14.5 against Clemson. Um, you know, some people would say, like, they're riding the high from last week and, you know, they're not going to show up. I completely dodged that I think uh, they'll, they'll show up in Death Valley against Clemson you know Clemson has been susceptible to some you know squeaky wins you know what I mean like they're not blasting teams like Georgia so you're big you're big Spencer Rattler guy uh no the once I'm, I'm former not, guaranteed number one overall yeah, pick Spencer Rattler I wouldn't say I'm a big like fan of him I just think you know he's he played very well last week yeah. and I think they're gonna stay dialed in and this is a it's a good game should be yeah, uh, it, it certainly should be. The game I got my eye on, I got Auburn covering 22-and-a-half. I don't think Auburn is great this year, but I do think there's something about the rivalry game and the Iron Bowl, particularly with Cadillac Williams, who is a former player at Auburn, and he becomes, I think he's the first ever former Auburn player to coach, to be the head coach in the Iron Bowl. So that I think that's going to be a fun game to watch. That's a 3:30 game. I think that's on CBS. Um, and then the other games that I'm paying attention to closely – USC and Notre Dame is the one that you really got to keep an eye on if you're a fan of college football and if you're in the college football playoff. If you're locked into that race, 
Notre Dame is going to be a very Notre Dame is an impactful team for a team that has what are they like two or three losses at this point uh, because they they beat Clemson they beat the brakes off of Clemson they lost to Ohio State so they technically count as a quality win for Ohio State who if they lose to Michigan they're going to need all the help they can get in terms of quality wins and they could potentially end USC's uh, chase for the college football playoff if USC loses to Notre Dame they're out. I don't care what happens in the Pac-12 uh, championship game. A two-loss USC team is not making it over a one-loss anybody. So they're out if they beat if they fall to Notre Dame. So that Notre Dame-USC game is going to be a fun one. USC at home, they're four-and-a-half-point favorites. That's the night game. That's at 730. I'm rolling with USC, but I'm taking Notre Dame to cover the points. I think Notre Dame covers the four-and-a-half. I think USC wins. I want to see Caleb Williams in the college football playoff. So I'm going to go with USC to win that one, but Notre Dame to cover the four and a half. And as I said, we are rolling with the Commanders this weekend. It's a huge weekend. They're going to get their seventh win of the season. I can feel it. I'm feeling good. I think the defense is really going to showcase and show out and show why they are one of the best units in all of the NFL. So that's going to do it for me here on the Team 980. I will be back for Burgundy and Gold Game Day Live during the game. That's at 1 p.m. on Sunday. Until then, have a great Black Friday. I'll see you Sunday. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.